everybody. I'm Ray, and you're listening to episode two of Unlocked Unloaded. I am still so new to this and incredibly unqualified to provide any kind of advice. But that being said, thank you so much to everybody that listened to episode one and for tuning in for episode two. I'm super stoked to have you guys here. I'm very excited to be doing this. I had no idea that this was my game plan um and I'm just kind of rolling with it so to everybody that's already listened anybody that's following anybody that's you know looking out for new episodes I appreciate it so 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 much and I love all of you all right so that being said I am still figuring out the technical difficulties of all of this stuff Um, I am going to do my best to add some fun things into it, uh, but no promises for the first couple episodes because I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, so I'm going to hop right in to episode two, guys, second episode. All right. This one, we're going to talk about growth. We're going to talk about boundaries. Holy hell, are we going to talk about fucking boundaries? Whoo. So growth. All right. I just want to start by saying that growth is fucking hard. Growth is so hard. It is one of the most difficult things I think we go through as human beings. I feel like when emotional and mental growth hits you, it feels terrible. I genuinely believe that it is such a a difficult experience to like have to examine yourself internally like that because day to day we walk around like like it, like nothing's happening when realistically we're always changing we're always growing we're always learning new things and so what what comes to mind first is when you're coming out of a relationship so anybody that's like freshly like post breakup um sorry if it's too soon But I feel like that is prime time for growth. That is when you like really dig in. You get to know yourself super well. You realize what you do and do not need from another human being. You recognize who you are, the things you did wrong, the things that you did right, the things that you want to carry on to the next love or the next friend or the next family member or, you know, anybody that you genuinely cherish, you learn a lot about who you are as a person. For me, my personal growth came in when I had to go no contact with my family. And for the people that know me well, and some of you I know do, Um, I went no contact with my family back in October of 2020, and I'm not going to get into super crisp details here, but what it taught me was that I can have my own back, you know? I, 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 I had the whole rug ripped out from under me. I was flipped onto my face. I moved into an apartment that I could barely afford with nothing but a few outfits to my name. And I had spent my whole savings trying to get into the apartment, and it was so scary. And I spent some hard weeks alone. I spent some really hard weeks alone. I had no car. I, I mean, I didn't have a car up until a few days ago, <laughs> you know? So I had to find furniture. I had to find all this stuff, and, and not even the materialistic things. But on top of that, I had to be with myself. And I don't know about you guys, but... 
I have never, ever had to just be by myself. I was always either in a relationship or I was living with my parents or I was, you know, I was doing something along those lines. I have never in my life lived alone and I've never been alone. You know, I was a serial dater since I was, gosh, 12, you know, so that shit was wild. And I really had to show up for myself. And I honest to God did not think I could do it. I didn't think I could do it. But what I realized is that I needed that growth so bad. I needed it so badly. And the fact that I was able to unlock that was huge for me. And we're all capable of that. Every single one of us. And I feel like a lot of the times, like I said before, coming full circle, the times you really show up for yourself are in times of pain. And I feel like we sometimes as people look at growth as something that's supposed to be positive and feel positive. And we tend to we tend to lean towards this like notion that if we're going through something and it hurts, it's not good. But that's not true. That's not true. Growing pains are fucking real, everybody. They're real. Growing pains are rough. And that those are emotional growing pains too and mental growing pains too. And that's okay. It's okay to go through that for a day, two days, two weeks, two months, two years, you know? It's okay to go through that for as long as you feel you need to. And when the time comes that you feel you are like reaping the benefits of that growth, you're going to turn around and be like, holy shit, that whole painful period of my life, all of those transitions, all of those, those things that I thought would scar me, just made me so much more of a fucking badass. It's amazing. All right, everybody, we're about to dig in with some boundaries. We're going to talk about people pleasing because fuck people pleasing. I am a hardcore people pleaser. I think I will probably forever be a hardcore people pleaser and I always joke and say that it'll be the death of me even though it's not actually a joke because it probably will be um to my fellow people pleasers out there hey what's up I'm with you I'm so sorry you are also a people pleaser (laughs) so anyway uh boundaries holy shit boundaries 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 so fucking important I did not know what boundaries even actually were until I was 27 fucking years old, y'all. I am 28 now. I turned 28 in June, Gemini, and I, oh gosh, I felt so many things. I felt ashamed of myself. I felt embarrassed. I felt awkward. I felt guilty. I felt liberated as well. I learned to say no to people that I normally would never say no to. I I learned to respect other people when they said no to me, which is huge because I never really recognized that before. And I've learned, I I especially learned that when somebody feels something 
and they say that something needs to be a certain way in a form of a boundary for them, then that needs to be respected. That's not like a, oh, let me just tap my toe over the line and see what happens. No, that's like a, you respect this person by respecting their boundaries. And it's so much healthier. It is a much healthier life with much healthier relationships when all parties can set boundaries, enforce boundaries, and respect boundaries. It is so much better. I promise you on anything that it is so much better. So I guess, and I don't know if anybody heard that, my throat just made a funny noise. I'm going to pretend like it didn't happen. Anyway, um, so I started saying no with tiny things. I, I called it baby steps in practice because it was really, really hard for me. And I would start by saying like, no, I don't want to hang out today. Or no, I don't want to pick up this extra shift. Or no, I don't want to play video games right now. And even that, even that, even when my kids would say, mommy, can we watch a movie even though it's too late? And I would look at them and I'm like, And whereas I would normally say, okay, whatever, sure, let's just watch it. Who cares? I was like, no, guys. Like, and I know to most of you, you're probably like, oh, well, that's just being a parent. But when you're a people pleaser, that includes your children. It's really, really, really hard to say no to anybody. You know, I remember when I was younger, and this is, this is a, a, uh, story time. I'll, I'll end up messing around with the sounds and then maybe someday I'll be able to put in like a little like alert noise and it'll go bing bing and it'll be like oh story time but for now you just have me narrating so sorry about that we're just gonna roll with it. <laughs> anyway story time. So when I was younger I remember I drove to Wawa right? Am I allowed? I'm allowed to talk about that on this right? sure, whatever. I drove there and I got myself some food and nobody was home when I left. So you figure, I mean, I said younger, but I was, I was about 17, maybe 18. And I got back home and my dad was there and I, he was like, Oh, you got Wawa. And I said, yeah, you know, I was hungry. Nobody was home. So I, you know, I just went and got it. I had my own job at the time. So I just went and I like bought my own food, whatever, who cares? And my dad made me feel so guilty about the fact that I didn't get him anything. And I was like, well, nobody was home. Like, you didn't answer your phone. Like, I don't know. And he was like, no, it's okay. And he just, like, moped around about it. And I was like, dad, like, do you want me to go get you something? I can. And he was like, no, it's fine. And so I just remember that utter feeling of just dread. I felt so bad. I felt so bad about the fact that I had never, like, I didn't get my dad the food that he wanted, that, like, I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I put my food down. I went back out. I got my dad what it was that he wanted. And then I came all the way back. And at that point, I just threw my food in the trash. And that that you guys is toxic fucking people pleasing i could not stomach the fact that my father was disappointed i couldn't do it and so i have started to just say no because i 
realized that I do not have to feel bad for things that people do not communicate to me. All right, you guys, I am back at it with boundaries. I have stuffed my face with sour gummy worms. I ate some white cheddar popcorn. I know I'm the healthiest. Don't call me out. And I have refilled my water and I am ready to go. So here's the thing about setting boundaries, right? Is that after you set them, you have to communicate them. I used to think that I was good at this until I realized recently that I had been expecting people to recognize these boundaries without me telling them that I had boundaries at all. And how silly is that? I mean, when you really think about it, people can't read minds. That's ridiculous. But also, how many of us do that? Like in all reality, how many of us sit here with our significant others and say, man, you know, they should really know that this shit's fucking annoying me right now. Or how many times do we sit there and think like, oh, well, they know that this thing would mean a lot to me. Why aren't they just doing it? And it's like, well, how are they supposed to know? And the same thing goes for boundaries. If you do not communicate a boundary, how do you expect somebody to respect it? So for example, right, I was in a relationship where the person that I was with, my partner, valued a lot of personal space. And I am very anxiously attached. I will go over attachment styles maybe in the next episode. Uh, Keep an eye out for that. Um, But I am very anxiously attached. So I am very much a, I will text you all day. I will call you whenever I can. I love to video chat. I love to know who's where and who's doing what, you know, and That's not to say I'm creeping 24-7, but any of my anxiously attached friends out there know damn well what I'm talking about. And to those that are not anxiously attached and are avoidant or are, uh, gosh, what is the other one? Securely attached. Um, Good for you guys. (laughs) Because being anxiously attached is kind of a bitch. But anyway... Um, not the point of this episode. I am going to backpedal my way to boundaries. Um, as somebody that is anxiously attached, I was texting him and 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 texting him. (laughs) And if he listens to this episode, he's going to know who he is. I'm not going to use his name. But anyway, so I initially thought that it was okay Because to me, that's such a normal style of communication is to just text and text and text and text. And so he had finally expressed to me that it was overwhelming him and that it was too much. And I initially was taken aback by that. And I felt slightly hurt because I thought I did something wrong. I thought that I was at fault. I thought that he didn't want to talk to me anymore. I I went through the whole scale of emotions. When I tell you that it was a whole ass thing, I mean it was a whole ass thing. But 
The more he explained it to me, the more I listened and the more I recognized that it was just a boundary for him. It was something that he needed me to recognize and respect in order for him to feel safe and comfortable in the relationship with me. And that opened my eyes a lot to not just setting my own boundaries, but to respecting other people's boundaries and to communicating those boundaries because I had learned what a boundary was and I had learned to set them to some degree, but I hadn't quite learned yet what it meant to respect somebody else's because I am very, very sensitive and I am very quick to think that I'm at fault when somebody says something to me that isn't 100% positive or any kind of criticism or anything like that. I'm very, very, very sensitive to it. And so when he had said to me and he like broke it down for me, like, yeah, I just think that I can't handle all of all of these messages throughout the day. You know, he explained to me that it made him anxious to to not be able to respond to me and to know that I was just sitting there. And then I had to put myself in his shoes and say, huh, you know what? If I were out and I had 15 messages from him, I would be anxious to respond to those too. Whether I was excited that I had all those messages or not, I would be pretty stressed about the fact that I wasn't able to respond. A, because I wouldn't want him to be upset with me for not responding. And B, because I'd want to talk to him and I'm not able to because I'm working. So that was a wake-up call for me big time. And if you listen to this and you know who you are, thank you very much. Uh, if you don't, oh well, I'm going to put that in there anyway. But it was a big turning point for me. And so number one is you have to, have to communicate when something is not okay with you. You have to communicate it. You have to lay a line down and say, listen, this cannot be crossed. And if it is crossed, I need to go. Or if it is crossed, it's going to make me feel this way, or it's going to make me feel that way. And, and then you have to be able to uphold those so that your partner knows that that's your boundary and that like your boundaries will not be disrespected because you're a human being and you deserve that respect from your partner. And when he communicated those things to me, I initially was like, what the fuck is going on? And then once I realized it was a boundary, I said, you know what? I'm not going to cross that line because that's his boundary. And the only way that I knew that was because he communicated it to me. Now, if you fast forward through that relationship with that partner, I had gotten to a point where I didn't feel like I was communicating as much as I needed to, to feel happy and healthy and emotionally like satisfied in a relationship. And so I was hesitant, but I had gone to him and I said, listen, I think we need to talk about this thing. And so we started talking about it and I pretty much laid down my line because I finally realized what that was. And I said, hey, listen, I don't feel wanted in this because I, I don't feel like you're thinking about me. I don't feel like you want to talk to me, you know, and then he understood and he listened and he provided a safe space for me to say that. 
But it took me a little while to realize that like those are things that I needed. And so I straight up decided to come forward and say, listen, in order to feel okay in this relationship, I need this thing. And it was just that I I needed a little bit more communication. You know, we didn't have to text all day, but I needed to just hear that he was thinking about me here and there. I, I didn't need to get phone calls every day or every night or whatever, but every once in a while, I just, I wanted to video chat or I wanted to be able to see his face if I went days without seeing him, you know, things like that. And, and so we compromised and we did, we did that really well for a little bit. And I was very, very thankful. I was thankful for that. And it taught me a whole lot a whole lot about being able to, I don't want to say put your foot down because I feel like that's a little rough, but it did. It it kind of taught me how to put my foot down when it comes to things that I need and to not allow my own feelings and my needs and my wants to be run over. But also it opened my eyes to the fact that my needs and my wants and the things that I like and don't like aren't the only things that matter in a relationship, which is like, duh, common sense. But also, I think as people, we tend to gravitate towards the things that we enjoy and the things that we are, that, <laughs> whoa, that we are used to. Um, try to get we're and we are out at the same time. That didn't work. Um, but I, um, you know, it was a it was a very very necessary thing to experience and so i hope that in listening to this even just one person is like holy shit you know what i need things i'm not getting or holy shit you know what my partner has been expressing that they need these things from me and i've been crossing their line or need me to stop doing these things and I've been crossing that line, or whatever the circumstances may be. All right, you guys, I am going to call it a night. I am going to settle in and watch some Lucifer. If you have not watched Lucifer, it's on Netflix right now. Get on get on yeah okay (laughs) turn your tv on and pop lucifer on i don't know why i'm saying this like this i am so fucking tired (laughs) put lucifer on check it out enjoy it if you've already seen it please for the love of everything do not tell me anything that happens i am very invested and i don't want it spoiled um but yeah All of that being said, I love, love, love talking to you guys, and thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions for me, please drop a comment. I'm posting this on my Facebook. If you're listening to this somewhere else and you are not friends with me on Facebook by chance, I am sorry. Um, I will set something up for questions another time if I have enough listeners and need to. But right now, I think everybody that listens is probably finding it on my Facebook page. So I'm going to just leave it to that for now. But yes, so if you see my post and you listen to the podcast and you want to ask me any questions, write anything to me, you can always message me. You can always, you know, leave a comment. You can anything, any of that. I'm not going to try to form complete sentences anymore because I am 
not good at it at the current moment. And I think people are starting to set fireworks off again. So <laughs> I am going to say goodbye. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm.